Material Components, Season 2, Episode 19, Watch the Clouds Dance. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there. I am your humble dragon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. You're Glad to finally be back. Yeah. Yeah. Due to podcast yeah. time travel, we never left. Oh, you're right. Yep. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> There was no apocalyptic heat wave that happened no. at all. And I didn't move. Nope. Mm-mm. Uh, hey, everybody. So apparently, apparently it has been a second. Uh, <laughs> I am Olivia, and I'm mm. playing Florian of Akalar. I'm Elliot, and I'm playing Shay, Wizard School Dropout. Hello, everybody. I'm Michael, and I'm playing... I almost said Sim- Sid Emberlight. I was <laughs> so close. I was so close. Um, Romance. Our babies. I, yeah. <laughs> Oswald Octavian Theophilus III! Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm Reed. And welcome to NPR. No, um, mm. I'll be playing Amari, everyone's favorite mech pilot. Everyone's favorite it's ASMR like, pilot. I was mm-hmm. gonna say. Indeed. But before we begin today's session, I would like to ask the same question I ask every time, and that is, Olivia, do you remember what happened last time? Well, yes, Mike, I do. No, I'm not going to continue <laughs> that was with the my ASMR bit. thing. Yeah, I can't. I, and also, I, the natural volume of my voice just can't support that. Uh, we um, we went to... Oh my gosh, my brain. My brain, it's here. Um, we... What was that, her actual job title? That was the one thing I didn't ask before we started recording. The regional vice chair of communications? Right, because it's so long and needlessly bureaucratic. Uh, We went to the Regional Vice Chair of Communications, uh, Miss Kalasic, for... um, We discovered when we were in the House of Kindling that uh, can't really do anything if you're not considered part of the company and or like a a specified guest of the company. Mm. Um, so we got our little visitor's badges for this planet. Which company is that? What planet? What? Where are we? Where space. are we? We're in space. The final frontier. We're always in space. Trick question. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we are in. Oh, man. Mike. Esclipsis. <laughs> Esclipsis uh, is the planet, but I was trying to think of the the like actual continent uh, we're uh, on block uh it's district, c. Uh, yeah block c in district nine 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 seven right because we made our district nine nine jokes yes. okay yep uh it's locked in there sure's powers combined they can remember <laughs> where we are and what we're doing I'm not contributing to this. I mean, and also uh, we're doing a very good nope. job of pretending uh, that we're remembering this, even though we literally just talked about it <laughs> like like a second ago. Um, There's a lot of details. Okay, uh, went to go get our visitors' badges um, because we are um, doing our finder shtick on this planet. Um, which has, uh, since the dissolution of the company that used to own it, which was, uh, 
Praxa Pharmaceuticals? There's a there's something Praxa else group? in there. Praxa Group Pharmaceuticals. Praxa. There we go. Okay. Um, For all your getting high needs. Yes. Uh, also medicine junk. Same thing. When the Minos Dominion was shattered, mm. um, so was Praxa Group Phar- Pharmaceuticals. Uh, I'm as their gap here. There a gap in, five in years. Definite. And also, their heads, their, like, board of directors is all dead. That is... You know, a gap year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Seems as though the vast Um, majority of the the largest shareholders were liquidated. Quite literally. Oh, bad. That's a bad choice of words. Oof. Oof. I think it was the correct choice of words. I know, but I don't like it. uh, And it has kind of thrown this, this whole planet into... If not chaos, then the absence of order um, in that this whole planet was kind of dedicated to the systems of that company. Um, So anyway, hence the visitor badges Uh, and also getting some script, because as we all know, having money based on the company that you work for and having it be entirely controlled by the company you work for is a good strategy for living and has never gone wrong in the real world ever honestly it's just efficient more than anything else yeah yep keep everything in house yeah uh we also wanted to get access to the um companies i mean it's an intranet because they have their own system um because it's a company uh and uh we were like hoping to get out the word to kind of the common people of this planet, because we've really only talked to people like regional vice heads. Um, talked to drunks and, and accountants. Drunk. And <laughs> yeah, drunk accountants. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, Y'all but also not- talked to a bunch of people that were there, but not there. They're there. Mm. Their bodies were there, but that wasn't them. Yeah. Yeah. We just haven't been very productive so far. We have been perfectly productive. Um, been here for a day. <laughs> less than a day. But we also discovered that the well, this ep- uh, this last episode and the one previous that the she have a uh, interesting set of contracts on this world um and seem to be like really deeply entwined um we when we went to the office of miss Kalasic, we found that there was another regional vice head uh balfeniel who may or may not share the same body um we didn't ask because you refrained from asking thrice and thrice yeah yeah magic number um yeah this planet can we go can we go you guys i hate it here this planet blows (laughs) um yes in talking with the regional vice chair of communications miss Kalasic, you identified several issues not necessarily in what she said but how she said it you've learned that there are changelings abound here in District 997. The Praxi Group Pharmaceutical deemed it n- 
a necessary mm. inconvenience to have ch- sections of their workforce being abducted and overtaken by those most wicked of digital fairies, the she. But for that most noble of sakes, which is to say efficiency. Indeed. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, we also discovered that the actual head of communications um, is just a she. Like, it isn't a changeling, it doesn't seem. Uh, it seems to, that they are the alkalite of logic, um, which is one of the houses in the court of mind. Uh, so that's great. That's yes, awesome, and we love it. Um, how this person, this being, um, does their day-to-day business when they don't have a physical form, I will probably find out. I was about to say, we're, uh, probably gonna figure it out. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then we took a cab, because we're on our way to the mountains. Finally. <laughs> Thank God. Um, to meet with the comptroller... 76555, um, who runs weather control? Or is at least the regional manager of the climate control centers that are located in District 9. Yeah. Um, Shay also disabled our ads for us in the cab, which was... (laughs) Ad blocker. Yeah. (laughs) We have our own personal ad blocker. It's so nice. (laughs) Yeah, but didn't they realize that we were running an ad blocker and just like, this will be charged to whatever your account? Well, we have script now. Yeah. So it's fine, probably. And also, I don't work here. Yeah. (laughs) You're you're not my supervisor. You're not my supervisor. You also learned several upsetting things about how business is done here. Mainly the idea that there is a vast quantity of indentured employees, formerly of Praxa Group, and now of Asclipsis? Whatever is going to be the new order here, you still don't know. Asclipsis 2. Perhaps. But what you do know is that you've had a lot of encounters. Many fairy types... And so as you make your way northward, it may be time to consider what everyone in the galaxy might know about the sheep. There's a ubiquitous amount of information that is ingrained in galactic that is worth going over. Fairies, on a whole, are from the northern reach. The northern reach of the galaxy is a strange, twisted place where the laws of physics are break before the digital realm, that strange alternate reality known as the Metafay. This sub-layer of reality, adjacent to our own, but bending to the whims of the queens of fairy, is constantly spreading and changing within the Northern Reach, making planets of impossible shapes and dimensions, making star systems in uniform geometric patterns, making entire nebula rivers and channels and strange naturalistic features that should not appear in a cosmic sense and yet are warped and changed by the whims of the queen. 
people know this as kind of like a back of the head. Like, oh yeah, the Northern Reach. It's a weird place. Don't go there. What everyone also knows is that the Metafay, that strange subdimension, connects with our own via the Metanet. That all-encompassing energy network turned information network that spans the entire galaxy. Part etherics, part something else. The Metanet has become the backbone of a lot of galactic civilization because of its ability to connect every corner of the galaxy. And unfortunately, that includes... So even while there are banal uses for the Metanet, you never quite know what else is lurking within that code, what might have slipped in from the... There are six courts of fairy. Fire, earth, air, water, body, and mind. Within each of these courts is six houses representing different qualities and methodologies within fairy civilization. And within each of these houses, within each of these courts, is a high court. Individuals who make up the she nobility, their rulers, their queens, their ladies. Six individuals from each house, and six individuals from all houses who stand above at the height of the court. These houses, these courts, represent the most powerful and manipulative creatures known to the dragons. There are rhymes that are sung about these creatures, so that they are instilled in the minds of children of things to watch out for. For you know, Trixie and Cunning, like honey to flies, trust not the warlock, the broker of lies. Tempt mortals to doom with eyes of pure scarlet. Glimpse this fay beauty and know thee the harlot. The crafters and makers, forgers of tools, Twixt flesh and machine, the acolyte rules. All mortals die through struggle or strain. But to kill a she, come now the life bane. Ancient and wise, know you these traits. We speak of the elder, the seer of fates. They stand above most, the houses they rule. Learn you the lady, some kind. And some now you've all heard these rhymes, the old primal screams. Now bow, all you fay, bow to your queen. Such is okay. sung among children, so that they know fear and respect. I was just about to ask you, Mike, if you had prepared one of these rhymes, and I'm so glad you did. <laughs> that was great. Several stanzas for of the she to... verses. Putting a fat beat behind this in the remix edition. <laughs> yeah, that's Patreon co content right there. How do we know who? Could... I have to text somebody. <laughs> I have an idea. No. <laughs> but yes, among the she, you know of the six that represent the powerful and that are to be avoided or bargained with should the need arise. The ladies and queen who see over their courts and the elder, their seers and witch folk who look after the future of their courts and the life bane killers, executioners, 
those who slay other she for going beyond what their houses and courts the acolyte technicians builders genius thinker warping flesh and technology into a single the harlots those brokers of deals who always seem to find some way of knowing what you want and how to offer it and the warlock the liar the one who can spin untrue the only among both court and house say something false so when you hear these terms acolyte of logic harlot of logic you know what you're dealing with you know that there is a vast power behind the a power not to be dealt with lightly lest you end up like a lead a vice chair a random dancer at a nightclub their eyes warped and twisted by what lurks inside their mind these are thoughts that dance across your own minds as you make your way north to the mountain the weather control stations of district 997 having taken your own personal shuttle not trusting the riderless driverless taxis that have been taking you since forth you feel as though the several hour journey is better spent in the company of your own pilot duma and he is happy to give you a lift to the peaks of those mountains not a very long ride as far as shuttle rides are concerned but better to take a break from the corporate hellscape that you've been tap dancing across for the last half a day i i just really like that mike said that we were done with the scary shit and he has created the scariest world so far yeah. <laughs> It's all scary if you're scared of everything. Well, you know, that's my secret. (laughs) Duma would lean over from his pilot's chair back at the four of you who are sitting where you would in the shuttle, strapped in or not, depending on your own uh, inclination. And with a furry grin, he would say, So, how's it going? This might be the worst place we've ever been to. Yeah. Really? Because there was that one time with all of the uh, zombies. Nope, worse than that. Wow. Nope, it was worse. Well, because with the zombies, we actually like did cool stuff, and um, we got to watch Amari blow up that vampire, mm, and yeah, that was cool. Mm. This sucks. It is pretty interesting, though, if you think about it. An entire I don't want to think about it. This far yeah. away from reach, uh, that is so integrated with the the Fey Court. Quite fascinating. Tragic as all hell, but quite fascinating. Oh no, space hell. I haven't even thought about that. There is fairies here? Yes, quite a bit. Yes. Like a a lot, yes. Too many. Doma is glad he stays with Chuttle. I was just about to say, probably do as little leaving as possible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not going to sign any pieces of uh, things given to Doma. Even if one of us gives you something. Eh? I don't know. I just... Okay. Why are you being so foreboding? I don't I mean, know. Yeah. No, I mean, like, that is kind of a good idea, because, like, why why would we need Duma to sign anything? Mm. So if it if it is, it's probably, like, one of us has just been taken over by a... True. It's, by... It could happen. Yes. Good, good point, Florian. Yeah. This is why I do not use MetaNet. Mm. Yeah. Just send letters old-fashioned way. Give to one of Duma's cousins. He carry it off. 
I was wondering if you were going to say carrier pigeon, on, and I was confused. No, pigeon far too small to carry packages, to my sense. Okay. Also, let's expand that a little bit. I want to know more about this. <laughs> no, it, it would. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, it's a it's a rocket pack equipped pigeon. You know, mm-hmm. they've evolved out to no longer have wings. They evolved, you know, booster jets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Natural course okay, evolution. Just, there. Yeah. Okay, just just kidding. I'm making a new character, and it's someone <laughs> who only communicates this way. Yeah, space pigeons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Involved a, a hard outer exoskeleton to survive deep space pressures, rocket boosters, and a big hollow undercarriage to carry uh, parcels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, wait, I think I'm just describing explosive. spaceships. Yeah. I think you're just describing <laughs> little spaceships with <laughs> birds in them. Tiny. <laughs> well, that's just any spaceship that has Oswald in it, too. So. Exactly. <laughs> but yes, the travel up to the weather control station is relatively short little under an hour. The mountain that you're approaching is enormous. The mountain range here is terrifyingly tall. Conventional hovercraft and terrestrial flight craft would not be able to pass over these mountains. Not safely. I seem to remember, Mike, you said something about the world being terraformed for efficiency. I, I was that, just about to say, is does it seem to be the, uh, a reason we can determine that they would be this large? I mean, not like unless you have some sense. kind of specialization in planetology. Yeah. I, That's if fair. only we know, knew anybody with that, huh? It, mm-hmm. it, though, just from, like... it's a good point, though. I mean, if the weather control powers are up here, it potentially has something to do with that but yeah that that would be my guess before rolling but let's go <laughs> ahead and roll. Yeah. hey has anyone seen that 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 blockbuster smash film geostorm let's no. start that i want to play that movie let's mm. do it dreams do come true <laughs> uh, i will okay. make you all play dante's peak before i play make you play <gasps> geostorm yes let's mm-hmm. play dante's peak mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, the worst volcano movie that came out. <laughs> That's the worst. Mm, mm, I don't. Tommy think so. Lee don't Jones think literally so. fights a volcano in Volcano. I'll take that any day. I mean, <laughs> but we're talking worse. So I. This is a bit of a tangent, but uh, airplane versus volcano is buck wild. Okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> I I have a uh, a backlog of terrible. F- I had mm-hmm. because of another podcast. That I yeah, we don't promote it enough, but Lisman is on yeah, a um, no, podcast that exclusively watches terrible movies. Yeah. How do you do this to yourself? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I signed a contract. I John is Faye. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That also makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, Lisman, I just read the synopsis <laughs> for this. Everyone go watch Airplane vs. Volcano. This sounds amazing. No, I, I have actually, yeah, it, I know what happens in this film. Um, this uh, this episode of Matcom is brought to you by uh, the digital re-release of <laughs> Plain <laughs> Plain versus versus Volcano, now, now available. Yeah, on 4K <laughs> Blu-ray. Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, what kind of role are we talking here to figure I don't out? Know. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna obviously be clever in planetology. So that sounds like the role then. Yeah. But but I, what I'm talking about is what target. So I, I want to know a couple of things. Generally with knowledge skills, it's the higher you roll, the better you'll do. The more right. you'll know. Um, do, do, do. do I have uh, anything I can draw power from as far as uh, 
I mean, we're on a ship, on but a I don't want to take any energy from that. No? It, no. <laughs> no. Weird, uh, why not? Is Amari's mech in here? Don't <laughs> even we, we have battery packs. I'm pretty sure we all took personal did, ones. Do we all take personals? Percy's? I don't think we all did. I think... I just think Florian did. I did. I thought we did. Yeah. I don't know. I, if you didn't write it down, I can't help you. That's um, true. I brought a grappling hook. Good. That is that. true. Mm-hmm. Please take power from the grappling hook. Oh, yes. Uh, I have a battery pack and emerald. Um, okay. So this is a personal... Uh, pack. How much uh, juice do I get from this thing? Just, just the once. Just okay. one. Let's take it. All right. It is a D one hundred though. So, it, oh, well, I have one of those. So, that's no, good. Don't. Okay. And then I'm gonna, I'm just gonna juice it with a just a little bit of aether. Okay. okay. Let's go. Let's see what I learned. A, a the internet. of aether. Yes. Doing just like a little bit of Adderall right now. Just, just, a, just a pinch. Yeah. Uh, we've got just your Ooh, finger, is... like okay. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. You assume that the mountains are there as some kind of windbreak, primarily, mm. probably to stop some kind of weather pattern from, based on the latitudes of this continent, you'd say it probably should be a little bit more arctic than it is. Mm. So the mountains might play into something. You're not a climatologist, so you don't precisely know. Uh, you'd also guess that this is a an elegant solution to placing the weather control stations in the lower stratosphere, as opposed to some kind of space elevator or having to constantly adjust the orbit of a space station of some kind. Mm. This just stick some really high up in the sky. Yeah, I mean, if you have the ability to terraform, why not? Right. Uh, and mountains are a lot sturdier than any kind of man-made structure for the most part. Pretty sturdy, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it just one mountain, or does, like, a mountain It is a mountain cut range off. Okay. on the northern coast of this continent, essentially. It is a coastal oh. mountain range. Does it cut it off from the rest of the... the um continent this the city block well no because the continent keeps stretching to the south down to the pole from this mountain range this mountain range essentially represents the northern edge of the continent gotcha and this continent of course called corporate block c it's gross the mountains themselves if you had to guess probably have some kind of athium content based on just the construction and the terraforming that went into this place, as well as the positioning of the the power stations, there's probably some kind of geothermal element to these things, based on the mountain's positioning, and, like, you're pretty sure these are volcanic, based on their size and position next to an ocean range? Yeah, that makes sense. So you think that these things are probably powered not only by aether, but also by geothermal means. Gotcha. But yeah, that is what you would probably know about this humongous mountain range. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anybody, nobody specifically asked Oswald. I think that was out of character. So 
Uh, he just notes it. As you are beginning your approach, Duma would let out a low whistle indicating that he is being hailed. And oh, good. he would turn back and say, they're asking who sent us. The regional vice chair of communication. Okay. Ah, uh, and he'll turn back. Ooh, they didn't like that one. Oh. Um, and he'll lean forward. We are also the Coal Foundation Finder team sent to find stuff. <laughs> Nailed it. I did one. And there's a moment, some kind of chatter over the calm, and Duma says, Okie dokie, we'll do. See you down there. Hey, we have been cleared for landing. Oh, did they sound happy about that news? No. Oh, good. <sighs> Would they be a Set by either of those things is the question. The person on the other end did not sound pleased about anything I was saying. They could just have that kind of disposition. Maybe they're having a bad day. I That's think probably it is because what it is. suns do not go down at this latitude. It's very mm. difficult. Yes, that makes sense. I was very Are confused you... when I woke up this morning. Morning? <laughs> it's, it's real bad for your circadian rhythms. I don't know about all of your bug rhythms, but not mine. <laughs> That's the case. That's a... It's a... Just... I know, but I... He should know. Why? I don't think he cares. <laughs> I just... Yeah. You come in for a landing in a vast landing zone. Essentially, it's a big, flat, open platform that extends out from the side of this station. The station itself is built around the peak of this mountain in a huge ring that is literally built around the peak of this mountain. So the mountain's top comes out through the center of this ring-like station. You can see that there are these massive pillars at... Uh, several degree intervals around the outside of this ring, each of them tipped with emerald aethite that will occasionally discharge green energy up into the air. In the distance, you can see that in a more active situation, uh, because there are several rings like this station that you can see along this mountain range, you're just heading towards what you have been told is the central one where the controller resides. But on a more active ring, you see that those pillars tipped with emerald aethite will dance with discharges of energy in kind of like patterns that shoot up into the air and are presumably doing something to the weather slash climate. So it looks like a sweet rave up here, kind of? Occasionally. And it's like a all the more impressive considering it's against that kind of reddish black twilight sky that is consistently in this area. Got a Trans-Siberian Orchestra show. I will say, once you're this high up, you can kind of see the beginnings of starlight in the the gloam of this perpetual sunset. So you're so high up and the air is so thin that you are you can see the stars, at least in a little bit. It's not quite full night sky. Uh, one thing to note about Asclipsis is that it has no moons. Whether Damn, or not it designed that way, or if they just like hauled the moon somewhere else when they were constructing this planet... All viable possibilities. Why don't we just take the moons and push <laughs> them somewhere else? For all you know, they took the moon somewhere, ground it up into a fine powder, and used it to make what else is on the planet. But you land in this big landing field. You see that there are 
a couple of other shuttles here, but based on the size of this station, it seems like very few, all things. Only two other shuttles that you can... They just like regular shuttles, or do they have any sort of like... They're absolutely on them, branded with the Asclipsis lo- or the okay. uh, Praxa Grouper logo. Okay, I just want to make sure one isn't like a gold-plated one to let no. us know that uh, Super King of Asclipsis is here. I don't know. In Praxa uh, Pharma Group, is this a company that manufactures products used in the Empire? They manufactured products that were primarily used in the Dominion. Okay. But they wouldn't balk at selling things to the empire i guess that's true yeah because they were owned by the, yeah that makes sense and the empire hasn't like made a move to uh do anything about this planet yet not yet okay not yet because we're here which means I'd we'll be probably ha- be showing up soon Any second to say. <laughs> mike as soon uh, as we leave maybe though though lisman that uh my brain was also going along that same kind of would this... Well, never mind. I'm going to come and ask the question that I'm actually me- meaning to ask, which is, does it seem like the terraforming on this scale and like the sheer amount of work that has gone into this planet, does that seem like it, it would be weird for a company like this that is not galaxy-wide? Like, maybe the only reason that this is like this is because of their dealings with the Fae? Or is this kind of normal-ish? This is not normal. Only hugely successful companies are capable of doing things like this. Mm. The only other ones you would know off the top of your head would be Vorpal Corp. Definitely has its own worlds. And, I mean, Zolcon Industries, but that doesn't really count because it's run by the literal heads of state of the Empire. So any Imperial worlds are, by default, Zolcon Industries worlds. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, this is weird and hanky. <laughs> my my, the reason why I was curious about it this this place, a a planet wide, like being controlled by Fey, sounds super dangerous to be in the galaxy. Uh, at least should be monitored. Um, so if the Empire doesn't know about the shit that's going on here, they clearly will very soon and the flip side of that why the hell are the fae so interested in this do they do this on other planets how many why this one yes yeah i believe i said this before but on civilized worlds the existence of changelings is kind of a a, there is a, a tragic number of them in terms of they're not uncommon in densely populated areas Right. Yeah. yeah, but that's it's like less of a coordinated effort than it is just like uh, bummer. I mean, at yeah. least as far as you know, the common people know. Yeah, because even uh, just single Fey are still connected to all the other. Like there is a coordination, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. To an extent. Uh, it. <sighs> This just seems more organized on such a large scale. Yeah. The outlier here is definitely the idea that there was an open-ended contract that allowed every Fae court to kind of make this place their playground. Yeah. That seems like a huge mistake on Praxa Group's part. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
I wonder how the Fae feel about the Minos Dominion. You've never asked one. Nope. <laughs> Whatever they felt about it, they don't feel it now. Well, maybe they wanted them gone, though, is my, my line of thinking. But leastways, as you come to a landing, uh, Duma tells you that your cold weather gear has been stocked in the uh, emergency locker at the back of the shuttle. Cause yes! Not a lot of air out there. It will be very cold. Uh, and uh, just to double check, Duma, did you uh, remember how last time that we had these suits, it was much too big for me, the one that you selected? Did you make sure to get the right size? I know it's a cut. Uh, I picked out one that was made for Big Teddy Bear. Perfect, yes. It was designed for children's toy. That sounds about right. A child was probably missing the coat for their anim stuffed animal. But it does, as long as it protects, you know, this guy right here, that's the important part. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Well done. <laughs> and yes, you find parkas and gloves and hats if you deem them necessary. Oh, yes. It's we are, we are getting our winter looks. I'm wearing my normal clothes. I have fur. Uh, Shay looks like a snow bunny. <laughs> God. Somehow yeah. you found Ugg boots. <laughs> yes. I didn't even know they made these anymore. They're coming back. Yeah. yeah. As you come out onto the landing pad, you are slapped with frigid Arctic air. That Ooh. is intensely cold to any exposed flesh. It's actually shocking considering how temperate the city was by comparison. I would get the impression this is what the weather would be were it not for their tinkering. Seems like maybe that at least localized around these sites, they can only do so much mm. as opposed to the rest of the planet. So once you get to the eye of the storm, as it were, there's not a ton they can do to affect the weather, especially when you're this high up. Eye of the storm, huh? That seems uh, like a weirdly specific phrase that has yeah, something weird. to do with our previous campaign. I don't know. Oh, it's... Yeah. Mm. Interesting. <sighs> well, shall we? You approach the main gate that appears to be the only entrance off of this platform. There are clearly security recording equipment set up along the perimeter out here to watch both the landing platform and this entrance. And we get wave. to... A relatively small door, all things considered. You don't see any, like, cargo doors or anything that could be used to unload equipment from this place. All you see is a single door with an etheric keypad to the left of it. Why do I feel like we're about to enter a madhouse? I, I just feel like Mike is setting us up for a <laughs> nightmare. Uh, I want the so door excited. to open and it just to be just a... It's just a party. Just like we can feel the bass from through the door and everything, like in our chest. Just like I mean, the bar that we went to was super dope, so that makes sense. Except for the whole. Yeah, exactly. Part I want the people up room. here to be actually partying and mm. not worrying about fake control. Mm. Uh, it, does anybody come to greet us or anything? No. no? Okay. I mean, they don't want us here in general. So like, there's well, like I, cameras looking down on us. There are. I just mean like static. They're not moving. Are they going to actually let us in? Hello. Hello. Oh, okay. 
so before we go in, what? Why were we going to talk to them in the first place? Because we're just looking wanna... for problems. Yeah, we're just looking for problems. Okay, yes. okay. No, these... that's all well, we're doing. These these are the the. I mean the the three major powers isn't the right word, but the three major departments in this district are weather control, the uh, comms, and I mean we have a lot of accountancy, but that's like a defunct power now. So can I <laughs> can I spend an experience point to because uh, we're standing in front of recording devices, so. I'm going to spend an experience point to have us discuss before we get up to the the um, recording devices. Uh, so, last the last department we spoke to didn't seem very interested in giving us things. So, what strategy do we want to partake in this new in endeavor? I mean, I think we, we just ask. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I yeah. think that the, the part, the, the us talking to the the big heads is more of us doing due diligence and saying, hey, we talked to these people and these people and we put it in our report, but I think that we're going to be focusing mainly on the workers. Yeah. Uh, unless they want to talk to, unless this department head wants to talk to us, in which case, yes. yeah, gladly we'll write it down and put it in the report, but if they're not mm. going to be cooperative, then fuck it. That is an excellent point, Shay, because obviously when we got here and we didn't immediately check it, flagged us down. So, well point. Uh, well put. Yeah. yeah. Amari. Mm hmm. As the three of them are having this talk and you're kind of glancing around, you feel the biting wind cutting through your fur. It is ridiculously cold here. Leans as a species were not designed, at least for the most part, to be in temperatures this extreme. There are mm. variants, snow leopard leans and the like, but for the Sorry. most part, your species is meant for, like, drier, hotter climates. Going back to the ship, I'll be right back. Oh, so what you're saying you is that Amari is doing the equivalent of white boys who wear basketball shorts all winter. <laughs> What I'm saying is Amari is extremely cold, and if somebody doesn't open yeah. the damn door very quickly, it's going to start nipping at the uh, the old... Well, we're going we'll to, to, to be delicate about this. <laughs> Your testicles gonna get are frozen. His wet, little, his wet little nose is going to fall off. I'm going to go get a jacket from the ship. It's fine. I told him to bring a coat. It never listens. As you, you're walking back to the ship? Yep. How far of a walk was it? Like 20, 30 feet. Okay. Yeah. As you're walking back, you see one of the big pillars with the Emerald Aethite discharging up into the air. And oh. Amari is like turned the opposite direction, so he's primed to see this going off. And you see little sparks coming off it, kind of raining off, that you wouldn't necessarily see unless you're really close. It's just like excess discharge energy that's drizzling off of this crystal. And that wouldn't be unusual necessarily you've seen massive gemstones like this discharge energy and have little excess runoffs what is weird is when that excess collates into some kind of tiny figure that then with two arms and two legs scurries down the pillar and disappears i like this place this place is fun <laughs> this is it's a green hey, what the fuck it's an emerald athite 
Yes. And just for everyone, the Emerald Aethite, is that the same green as like the Void Green? Or are they two separate? They're semi-separate. Okay, so it's not just like when you see Emerald Aethite, it's just like, ooh, ooh, that's... Emerald Aethite is used to fuck with physics. Oh, neat. Goody. It's used for artificial gravity. It's used for... Uh, climate manipulation, it's used for lots of stuff. I, w- I was going to say, <clears throat> Oswald's gravity well is probably... I mean, it's now powered by it. It is yeah. now, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's how so, you have artificial gravity on ships, is using emerald aethite. Yeah. Okay. And so Amari saw some kind of creature appear on the crystal and climb down? Something... Or... The runoff energy, like the drizzling little green lights that came off of the crystal after the main, like, bolt of energy was sent up in the sky, played itself into the form of a creature and then crawled away. Like a little green geodude? I would... I mean, it had two arms and two legs and oh, a okay. torso of yeah, some Yeah, geodudes kind. only have uh, two arms. Okay. Yeah. Are we talking a, a oh, grappler see, or imagine. a golem? Or? Yeah. Sand true. Oh, Sure. Oh, cool. Okay, I can oh. dig that. Sandra is so cute. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, is this uh, potentially, like, in my mind, similar to the sort of, like, what happened? What was happening on Talgan, uh, near Talgan City with the, like, the excess, uh, like, Aether creating elementals and stuff like that? If there's some kind of climate control elemental being formed here, that would be very bad. Seems like a good place for it to happen where all of these are at. Up on the mountains. Hey, hey Mike, remember oh. how I said you weren't allowed to have any like relevant to our current <laughs> real life plot stuff? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we could just Mike can just somehow see the future. Mike's a clairvoyant, but only via using D uh, and D or like tabletop, tabletop RPGs is his like his vehicle for for divination. Some people throw <laughs> bones. Some people read the runes. I craft intricate stories that take months to tell. Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> truly, Damn I'm it, a modern Apollo. day scald. <laughs> yep. Be easier. Uh, I just cut one of the open and read the entrails, but I'm too delicate of a individual to do any of that. Yeah, that's true. So now that Amari is back, shall we go into this mountain of? I swear. If we die in here, I'm going to be pissed. That is what I'm going to name the article that I post on the, um, uh, the archive. If, if the mount- entering here. the mountain of... Oh, okay. Sh- shall I knock, then? I'm going to knock. And then I knock on the door. And I'm just going to keep knocking until something... Or something... The ends. little pad to the left of the door will crackle with some static and... A voice will say, You're the Core Foundation ones! Yes, that's us! There's a meh, and then the door will chunk. You hear it unlock. I was hey. really hoping the little eye thing from outside of Java, <laughs> uh, Java's palace is going to pop out. Huh. Damn it. In we go. Yes. Yeah. You open the door, and it reveals a completely dark chamber. Why, though? Based on the, the dim twilight being cast by the twin suns that are behind you you can see that it is 
a fairly small, almost airlock-like chamber that just terminates about 15 feet ahead of you, and otherwise is fairly narrow. You know, to protect from the cold, right? Yeah, I was I was going to say something disparaging about, like, why would we die here? But uh, I'm going to go in. Yeah, of course. And Florian yeah. does kind of just, like, shakes himself and is like, uh, like, fuck this, and goes in. Yeah. Shay? Yeah. Oswald? Just Oh, oh yes, of course. Crossed right. arms. If like, Florian is going, in there, like Oswald is definitely uh, I'm doing the quintessential anime thing where the dude who's like reluctant to do anything is always walking with his po- hands in his pockets. It's... Kicking a rock. Mari, last one in from We get a, a reverse shot of Duma from inside the, the pilot's station on shuttle number seven watching as the last view goes into this door and it closes behind you and duma just kind of like looking around at the otherwise nearly empty shuttle pad go settling back in his chair and just saying okie dokie then he hits play on the the complete dolly parton collection (laughs) for him to rock out to as the door closes behind you all there is a magnetic chunk sound as it relocks, and you are in total darkness. Mm. Uh, actually, no. I have dark vision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do we have some sort of uh, like? Yeah, I got my Silent Hill uh, clip on like chest flashlight. flashlight. We yeah. Have, yeah, we had flashlights in the last mission, right? Mm-hmm. You did. Yeah, you said <laughs> you brought flashlights. Yeah. <laughs> last time. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we were like. Yeah, we do, need to bring okay. flashlights to this we, fully lit city. Do we not have like this is a space future? Do our our data pads not have like little iPhone camera or not iPhone cameras like iPhone flashlights? Literally any etheric device you can make to glow. It's yeah. I want my gun to glow. Specifically, <laughs> the end of it. No. As you start patting yourself down for anything that might be able to. Shine a light on the situation. It is done for you as suddenly white, almost sterile, operatic light just into this tiny chamber. And you can see there are small nozzles lining the walls to either side of you. Decontamination room. And a voice says, stand by for decontamination. Did we get naked or what? And... Just as after you ask that, there is a rumble. The floor beneath you shakes slightly, and then there's a <laughs> as this jet of some sort of vapor is expelled from either side of you and begins filling the room. It is cold and tingly all over. Does this uh, s- sound familiar to me? Like this, I guess. You have no idea what familiar? the purpose of this is. Hmm. I hold my breath. You don't have to hold it for very long. It's about 20 seconds as the gas completely covers you and then is clearly sucked out of the room. There's a brief moment as the O2 in the room dips slightly. So there's this kind of lightheaded moment as there's a a brief bit of oxygen deprivation. Very quickly, the O2 is restored back to normal levels. And then the voice says, Stare up at the camera above the opposite door. What can... And you see a tiny little gemstone lens embedded in 
the wall above the door opposite where you end. I do so. Do you comply? Yes. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Does Amari, Amari comply? Yep. Yes, he does. Uh, as soon as he gets done sneezing like 65 times. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's allergic yeah. to something in the... Yeah, the I'm allergic to all this yeah. bullshit. Uh, <laughs> and... As you're all staring up at this lens, wondering what's happening, you all suddenly feel an electrostatic charge run through the room, and you're all shocked suddenly with, that elicits a harsh sting of pain from you all. Okay. As the whole interior of this chamber is charged with some sort of electricity. It lasts for a moment. You're not constantly being shocked and cooked, but it is definitely painful. What? What was it that? What? Why would? Assuming it's shorting out any sort of devices that they don't want us to have. Oh, oh. I take off my um, I, I fiddle with my uh, glasses. You mm-hmm. can see that you are not connected to the memory. Okay, that's all I can see. Hmm. Maybe this is like the last bastion of like people who don't deal with the Fey up here. And after a moment, the voice over the intercom says. Okay, you're clear. And there's a chunk from the opposite door. Thank, thank you. I'm going through again. Yeah, yeah. Pushing through the next door, you find yourself in a gently curving, broad, sweeping hallway. Interior of this station, a thing of elegant beauty. Massive corridors loop around apparently the entire top of the mountain, and there is a presumably circular window near the top interior looking inside at the mountain where you can see veins of quartz athite running in their pure gemstone form up through the mountain and conduits here and there are plugged straight into the athite seams that are in the mountain itself and uh quartz or or what what is the color of the athite Aethite uh, comes in a bunch of different variants, and it all does various different things better than others. Quartz Aethite mm-hmm. is kind of the jack-of-all-trades. It can kind of oh, that's whatever. Right. Ruby Aethite is better at projecting energy. Sapphire Aethite is better at absorbing energy. Emerald Aethite is used for fucking with physics. There are lots of other variants. Oh. Quartz is kind of the... Well, if, if all else fails, use Quartz. Quartz is a good baseline standard. Did we ever go over one that's, like, the most rare besides the, like, Atheum glass thing? Uh, the most rare would be Jet. Ooh. And I don't know as if any of you would actually know the uses of Jet Aethite off the top of your Mostly because I know all of your specializations. That's Um, true. No, I just picked one up. It says, knows shit ton about Jet Aethite. Oh, okay. Weird. It's very specific. It's It's a 12, yeah. But just inside the door, inside this broad corridor that loops off to your left and to your right, you see a decrepit-looking Taro man. He is tiny for a Taro. And by that, I mean he is barely six feet tall. He will be. Little. He is hunched and kind of uh, gnarled, stooped over a, a large cane that he has in front of him that is topped with what looks like a snow globe honestly it's got a a mountain set in a clear sphere of glass yeah we found santa claus the taro has a full set of horns as opposed to a lot of the other taro you've seen who have kind of 
cut them down and cap them with those etheric devices that let them see an AR spectrum of some kind. The This Taro appears all natural. Old school. And he's kind of got this like gummy underbite that he's kind of constantly working on something, clearly chewing on some kind of cud of some kind or another. Working on my cud. That's hot. And he'll kind of like squint at you all. You can clearly see that one of his eyes is a prosthetic, but it is clearly not an etheric prosthetic. It is just kind of like a lazily drifting glass eye. Uh, but the other eye will bounce between the four of you. And as you come in, he will say, Sorry for the theatrics. Had to be sure. About what? Whether you Everyone. were one of them. Yes. I assume that's why the shock happened. Mm. Not mistaken. Yes. Judging your pupil reactions to pain response. Oh. Easiest way to tell. Mm, clever. They can trick it sometimes, but most of them need to be ready to do that. And, uh, who might you be? Name's Aster. Excellent. Yes. Uh, my name is Oswald. Don't care. Avian what do you want? The third. <laughs> He's my favorite. Hey, we found the coolest place that we've been to so far. <laughs> You're uh, already planet side. That means you are fallen for their trap. Uh, well, the Cole Foundation's current mission is Cole since Foundation. the fall of <laughs> since the fall of uh, Praxa Group, Eclipsis hmm. uh, has been in uh, bureaucratic chaos, as it seems. And um, Cole Foundation is uh, sending finder teams down to various corporate blocks to see what uh, the problems are and if we can set up. Solutions. Oh, good. Problems. Yeah, we got problems. You want yes. a list? Pretty uh, evident. Sure, yes. I mean, it, yes, actually, it, our our, our yeah. whole job description at the moment is to collect a list of problems from from various folks. As uh, as we all do that, that Florian, like, fumbles out a notebook and pen. Oh, yes. Just to, like... We all... Yes. Got my paper and pen. Problem number one. This whole place is being run by goddamn fairies. Yes. Yeah, I kind of figured that would be That one. makes sense, yes. Problem one. Problem number two. No one's around to keep the damn fairies in line anymore. Mm. Problem number three. They keep sending more of those little buggers up here to get me in mine. To get you? Yeah. I, 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 I also have an accent. I don't know why I didn't for just a second, but... Yes. There's gremlins. There's gremlins outside. They're always coming trying to get in. Uh, what? Gremlins. They're outside, just waiting. Waiting to get in. Are, are those the little things that popped off? You the, seen them? Yeah, off the, the, the eighth height. What? What? Yeah, hmm? I was gonna tell you. You didn't bother there. to mention it? Yeah, I didn't want y'all freaking out before we got inside. I wouldn't have freaked out. out. I would probably try you'd to probably open ran. one up. You would have probably. Yeah, yeah, actually, Amari, so, it was a good that, that you mm -hmm, didn't say anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. So those are gremlins? Yeah. They're oh. Somehow they're manifesting off of the discharge. How do we deal with them? Don't feed them after midnight. Find right. that. Yeah. And you think that they're... Like that this is a coordinated thing oh, by I the she it. on this planet. They're always poking around, trying to get in, trying to get at me and mine. I, 
are there other people around while we're having this conversation or is he just no. king of the mountain there doesn't appear i mean you don't you're just you haven't moved much into again this is a massive station it's probably yeah. a few miles in total mm-hmm. uh, circumference you haven't seen anybody else that's disturbing yeah i mean we're we're basically the at the entrance um uh, uh, aster uh, mm. are you alone up in this facility or are there people well, we've been in... running on a skeleton crew for a few years now but and you don't I mean am... literal skeletons right what don't be daft Why boy would there be skeletons up here yeah what we a... literally were just on a spaceship full of zombies yeah, but mean, yeah ghouls, but they had meat and... ghouls and zombies are like real things a skeleton can't ambulate by itself that's ridiculous yeah. Right, like a series of well, wires and yeah, like yeah. fake musculature. Enough, sure enough could... connect, enough connective tissue, and technically, you could probably make one ambulate. I'm sure you could do that with aethite, but it can't do it by itself. Sure, but uh, if it's controlled by aethite, then what's the difference? Are, why are we talking about this? What are you? All I don't doing know. Here? I'd love <laughs> to get into this. Hyper fixated on this. Yeah. <laughs> Difficult to resist. Nah, there's. There's near 13 of us left at this here station. Oh, okay. And what? Uh, what is the exact... I mean, I know that you're running the, the weather towers, but are you not... Were you not part of the Praxa Group solutions? Is there no, like, I don't know, inter interdepartment communication at all? Oh, sure. They don't bring me on because I fit in with their corporate culture. I f- they bring me on because I can make them clouds dance. Look at this man. <laughs> he doesn't oh, make, God. he doesn't do work. He's an artist. Florian <laughs> yeah. has to like lean against the wall for a second. Just like, I love this man. You won't find a better uh, climatologist in all the Southern Reach. Well, that's fascinating. I don't know much about but it is all mine. I dabble a little bit in but climatology, now that's interesting. I should say, finest mm. of sciences. I call it the sweet science. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, uh, are you I assume you cannot get out due to all the fay everywhere. Uh, are you in need of supply here? Food, uh, perhaps? Oh, no. We got a core block of protein we've been slicing off for a couple of years now. I'm sure it'll last with four more mouths. Well, we're not, like, we're not staying, though. We're, uh, here to interview you and then, uh, get on with, uh, what we've been doing. <laughs> uh, there seems to be a bit of miscommunication that's been happening here. It seems like it, yes. Yeah, I'd say. Perhaps elaborate? This is, this feels like like a, a revelation that's supposed to come after like two days worth of trying to help out with yeah, doing no. their stuff here, and then we're just like, oh yeah, we're just gonna go back to our show, and they're like, can't do that. You can check out any time you like, but you can <laughs> never leave. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with this. Let's stay here. I love this place. <laughs> I mean, is it the place or is it this lovely company, Pat? Uh, mostly that. Mostly this. Um, yeah, what? No, like, uh, obviously, <clears throat> from the way you're 
you're, if we can do anything we can to communicate to the Cole Foundation that the she interference is not wanted by everybody on this planet, that we absolutely will. But uh, in order to do that, we need to, to leave at some point. I'm not saying that there ain't people who done signed their souls away to those damn fairies, but I ain't one of them. And it okay. seems like most folk in weather control feel the same. If I got anything to say about it. Wait, but can we circle back to the whole you not letting us leave thing? I I'd yes. like to resolve that as soon <clears throat> as possible. Yes. You leave, you're just going to turn into one of them. And then you've seen my safety protocols. Can't be having you share that with them. Um, like, uh, immediately, or just, like, because they're out there? Is there... What do you mean? Uh, the process of leaving somehow make a deal with these fae? Is that what you're saying? Way I figure it, you probably wouldn't have a choice in the matter. You've you seen how I fortify up here? That makes you valuable I, to them. Well, I, ju I just mean, you're, you're merely keeping us here because we've been inside. And we could theoretically... T is, is, is that... Uh, am I on the correct line of thinking here? You won't mean to, but you'll betray this place. And I can't be having that. No, what? Then what why did you, you let us in in the first place? I thought you were trying to escape from them. Oh... Like, we have a shuttle. We could have just let... We it's right just, there. If, you, if you'd like, you and your crew... Could also yes, we could take you off the planet. Yeah. Well, then who would run the weather control stations? In charge of the whole southern hemisphere down here. Well, you don't have to be. Why do you think we're already at a skeleton crew? The folks who are here are the ones who wanted to stay. Well, wouldn't you like to like not stay here all the time? There are other planets to study climatology on. I got a whole planet's worth of climate that I'm allowed to foots with whenever I like. And you're okay never leaving this mountain. I got food. I got the clouds. What else is there? Uh, not having a whole planet controlled by the Fae? That sounds like a them problem. Well, I suppose if you And this is all great stuff that we <laughs> would love to share with the Cole Foundation. But you have to let us leave the... There's a comms. You can go use that. I don't mind. But we have all these... We have, like, this is not the last place that we're going to for this. <laughs> we, we have, have to set up a whole. We have, a, we have to set up a whole town hall through the intranet. I'm guessing we can't get on that through here. Don't allow it. Yeah, it's, it's about what I expected. In. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, we're, we're here to help. And... and if you want to help, I could use a couple more gauge readers. Perhaps we should be a bit more specific. What can we do to help you let us get out of here? Hmm? Why don't we just say we're going to go take care of the gremlin problem? That's outside. Yes, we could do that. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, probably. We could probably figure that out. Yes. Good at blowing stuff up. Well, we wouldn't want to... Yeah. The gremlins, not... And risk damaging the array? I don't think so. Well, there's more subtle way. We don't just blow things up. 
that is literally all we've ever no i don't say this out loud but shay's like that is literally all we've ever done but (laughs) one of your things is i'm gonna wreck it yeah (laughs) taro will start stumping away down this long corridor and say look i'm sorry but too dangerous to be letting you go at this point it'll this will not do i didn't want to have to do this what why don't we hang out with Amari, him for a give while me your gun. Then, no. No. <laughs> no. Why don't we hang out with him for a while, pick his brain, get some more information on shit, and then Just we can all get out because we out. probably can. Oh. Yeah. Like this. Like, I mean, we we might as well conduct our interviews and Yeah. Cause if we just leave if we're just like, oh, we can't stay here, we have to leave now because we're trapped here. Then we came up here for nothing. And we just yeah, know. I that, mean, oh, obviously, yeah. 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 We just need to and also, like, if we can't get out later, it probably means we can't get out now. So, yeah. what if we craft some sort of tinfoil like hat device? It doesn't work. I've wear. tried. <laughs> yeah, aluminum does nothing. No, no. Aluminium? Should I be saying it like that? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Depends what part of the galaxy you're from. Yeah. Uh, and kind of lowly, Shay will be like, okay, but. If this, like, gussying up doesn't work, I'm just going to threaten to destroy the whole thing with etherics. Well, we okay, but that will, like, literally, potentially kill a bunch of people when suddenly the control, the weather control towers don't work. So, please don't do that. Yes, if they we- work well, too well and create some sort of massive geostorm kind of thing. No, that sounds stupid. <laughs> <stupid. laughs> It might make a lot of money at the box office. No, it won't. It won't. (laughs) Okay, fine. Then I'll just break the doors. Yes, there we go. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Not performing... (laughs) Aster is stumping away. There's only 13 people. There's only 13 people. It would just be considered mass murder. I was thinking the rest of the planet. Yeah. Yeah. He's moving counterclockwise up the ring. You can see that there is... A vast number of rooms to the exterior of this ring. The interior of the ring seems to be fitted up against the mountainside. The exterior of the ring is control stations, monitor stations, uh, rooms of all sorts of description. There's clearly a lot of scientific facilities here for monitoring and studying weather phenomena. There is also a vast quantity of what appears to be some sort of machinery bays where presumably the con- like the guts of those big energy projection rods are maintained and uh, worked on. You know that whatever machinery runs this place, it would have to be an incredibly complex series of chems that translates energy into climate control, and that requires a lot of space to make something that complex which is probably why beneath each of those giant spokes you saw outside is a vast chamber of etheric technology. The likes of which none of you really have any background in, so describing it is just like, it's, imagine like a glowy boiler room. Ooh. The Hadron Collider, but it's shiny. Kind of. It's a, uh, uh, they look more like processor bays, honestly. A lot of cooled towers of etheric energy. Little lines of crystal linking all of the towers as opposed to wires. Hmm. Um, uh, Aster, 
Um, how does all this, uh, not in specific terms, not in minutia, how does this, any sort of gestures to these giant sort of, you know, devices, what exactly is happening here? Energy processes built up from the planet's core, delivering precise and uh, uniform shocks to the stratosphere and upper layers of the atmosphere to create a, a climate change as we deem fit, based on several different stations located throughout the planet. Well, that's... Incredibly... All of which is coordinated right here. Oh, so this is Central Base. Mm -hmm. Oh, it, Interesting. This place goes down, the whole system collapses. Yes, and we don't want that. <laughs> what do you estimate might happen, hypothetically, if Faye were to gain access to this last bastion upon this planet? Well, if I were of a betting sort, I would say they would immediately transform this planet into a bastion of strange metaphysical technology, the likes of which has only been seen in the Northern Reach. Hmm. That sounds pretty serious. Why? Uh, like, like, is it a just because they can, and that's what they do. how They're they fey. do? They spread. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. So, so it's nothing to do with the actual systems on this planet. We've got an interlinked weather control system, the likes of which has rarely been seen, much less put to use, on other terraform planets. Uh, would that be... Uh, a danger to just this planet? Do you perceive that other planets... Once they get a foothold, they don't stop spreading. Mm. The Fae aren't one to do, like, direct confrontation, are mm -hmm. they? No, okay, what this yeah, guy's saying is pretty stuff. wild and out there. Yeah. This is, like, conspiracy yeah. theory territory. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oswald is but, he sounds, but he sounds so trustworthy and rational, Mike. <laughs> If any of what he was saying was true, the Metafay would have spread outside of the Northern Reach by now. Yeah, yeah. Like, and also, why would they care about not having complete control of this one planet? Like, why would they not just move to the next planet? This one has uh, infrastructure. Yeah, I... Do they care about that sort of thing? I don't know. It works for their efficiency, you know? I don't know, but they're... I don't know that they're really about efficiency. They're about chaos and reprocessing Fun. everything back into... Anyway. Yeah, none of you really know much about the motives of the she. That's true. Or the fey at large. But as he is leading you I mean... through this circle, he will point out uh, a gauge reading station and says, you'll probably be most useful at the gauge reading stations. We need people reading those gauges. Mostly we've just got uh, young Imbrex running around these days. Uh, checking what he can, but uh, he's, uh, can only look at so much in a day. Uh, what was his name, Mike? Imbrex. Uh, if you have need of any engineering, uh, uh, if you have any engineering issues, I can also take a look at that if you don't have an engineer on staff. Mm, well, Albus will be quite pleased. Haven't had another engineer in, well, what, three cycles? So, so you do get new staff then? Nope. You said you hadn't had an, a new engineer in three cycles. Yep, that was Albus. But... <laughs> I was so, going to say somebody died. So he learned how to be an engineer then. Okay. Mm -hmm. He was the apprentice when... before, uh, well, we lost some when everything started falling apart. 
And and when was that? Was that after the shattering, or? That was when the board was uh, destroyed. I damn shame what happened to Minos. Damn imperial bastards. Sure. Uh, Raise an imaginary glass to that. And, and so before all of that, were the Fae involved on Asclipsis, or not to the same degree? Here and there, but they were mostly contained to the management, and who cares about them? I mean, fair. It. So it was only after, after the board uh, died that it got out of control. That's when it seemed like everyone was getting them damn rectangle eyes. Goddamn face slipping into people's minds. And he just starts, like, muttering to himself as he's clomping along. Now, are we going to get an opportunity to meet the crew? Um, just know who we're working with since we're stuck here. Yeah, David. sure. Uh, let's see who's around. Aye, Serganus! Serganus, where are you at? And you see another Taro poking his head out from around a corner. This is a, a tall, uh, kind of lanky Taro with curled horns. One of them clearly clipped short, but doesn't have the little technological cap to it. He's got a very fashionable nose ring in his b- bovine nose. Uh, go like, hmm? Poking his head out from uh, around the corner with his, like, mouth full of uh, what appears to be some kind of noodle. As he'll, like, slurp it up from a small cup that he's holding in one hand. Uh, nice. And Aster will Pointed him, rolling his eyes. Serganus, sanitation, making sure everything's squeaky clean, greasing doors and hinges and all that. Single hand wave. Uh, I'm Shay. And uh, yes, uh, my name is Oswald Octavian Theo. Third, uh, I am very curious. Uh, how long have you been in this facility? Oh, I've been working here maybe uh, eight years. Maybe eight years now. And. Aster will nod. Eight years. Hmm. Yes. Uh, is there anything that you find lacking in the... Uh, anything you wish uh, could uh, make your job here better or efficient or... Who knows? Well, it'd be pretty good if I could take some leave now and again, but... uh mm. What with them yeah. fey running about down in the city, I, I suppose it's a bit problematical. Mm, yes, that does seem to be the main issue, uh, yes, that we are running into. Uh, Seems like no one's got them on a leash these days. Hmm. Yes. How were they kept on a uh, leash uh, uh, before, uh, specifically? Do you know who know. might n- know that information? Well, that'd probably be Vice Chair of Communications and yeah. the... At older Taro Aster will just go bah! and keep knocking as he walks and says, she's lost. Yes. What are them now? I mean, I mean, she seemed to retain at least a little bit of, well, she tried to warn us at least. And that'll make Aster stop. He'll turn slowly in his kind of glass eye. He sees a little bit of like moisture forming at the side. And he like blinks it rapidly before it kind of resets and readjusts, say... What do you mean she tried to warn you? Well, when we met with her, she, I mean, she was real scared. And she, 
we asked for for access to the internet. I mean, it didn't. It seemed like she didn't want us to. It seemed like she was real nervous about her. I don't know business partner meeting us, and uh, yeah, we yes. we kind of kind of put that together. I, I don't know. She seemed real worried on our behalf, and saying like, like she wasn't trying name to get it. Isn't like a big deal, right? Not like, say in like the real world. No. A, okay. Cool. You do it in the metanet might be a little bit more important. Shit might pop off. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, though uh, so that seems like it might be something that like superstitious people might just not want to say yeah. it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you um, never know what devices are connected to what. Well, theoretically, nothing's connected to anything in here. In theory. Yeah. That's on I don't him know. if he, he messes up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Had four years. But Aster still kind of like chewing at something in his cheek. Well, she they... seemed pretty in control. La-da-da. <laughs> she made her bed. They oh. all did. After the board fell, they thought it was the only so... way to keep things ticking along here. So it was sort of a, or it was a conscious decision to allow the Fae more control. When the middle management took up? Yeah, yeah. It was just the managers first. No one gave a shit then. Just the higher-ups. But then the middle managers went to them too. Ugh. It's always always the middle managers. God damn it. I wouldn't have no part of it, but they need me. I keep this place spinning. Interesting. Without me, the crops die. The crops die... Drugs don't get made. Drugs don't get made. They don't make any money. And does she care about that? Oh, who knows? They seem to be content keeping this place running. Minos knows why. Right. You wouldn't happen to know which planets uh, this company exports their products to, would you? Is it all sorts or just... All over the Dominion. Vargas, Vast Plain. Heard we had dealings with the... Freeholds, back before things went pear-shaped. Maybe even out as far as Fingal Earth, but you know them. They don't necessarily truck with much in the way of normal drugs. So it sounds like Praxa Group was all over the place. Okay, that's... Um, and was there any sort of... You, there's, there's no indication why they were interested in this planet to begin with. They're fey. They make yeah, deals. But Mortals need them to do stuff on the metanet. That's the trap, ain't it? Make communications a little bit faster. Make information processing a little bit faster. We always need it just a little bit faster. That's why I stick with climate. Pissed. It always goes yeah. slow. Yeah. You know those gig speed clouds, though? Think of the render distance. And... How else are you supposed to get ray tracing? Yeah. HDR. It's so lifelike. <laughs> 12K. Real time, real time uh, uh, reflections, yeah. Ambient occlusion. Ah, oh, it's so good. Hmm. Have you ever thought that perhaps if, and perhaps they don't need the production of these uh, pharmaceutical products, but if you have such, con- perhaps that could be used to uh, advantage. You literally have the only bargaining chip on this planet any longer. It's true. And you wouldn't even have to technically get anything from them. You're new, so I ain't gonna hold this again. Those of us in the climate control game, we don't do that sort of thing. You go around 
taken worlds hostage. That's a quick way to end up dead. Oh, you'll just... Isn't the Fae already doing that on this planet? Yeah, I'm... Things are ticking along. People survive. And I got the clouds. Huh? And they ain't taking that from me. And I guess just, like, fuck anyone else out there who uh, doesn't want to be part of this. Unless you're implying that everyone does. Which... I mean, then sure, yeah, I guess. Screw them, then. Well... <sighs> That is uh, hmm, a bit of a, a tough stance, I should say. Uh, th they were taken advantage of. Plain and simple. They were offered something they needed. Well, it's this It really sounds to me like you're trying to influence somebody. It does. Hey, I... Yup. You don't need me to ask you to roll for something. True. Well, but uh, the longer we can talk without forcing a roll. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, we can roll. I can I can assist or uh, vice versa. Uh, I have I have influence. I don't know if you do. Uh, I do. I don't have any specialization in it. Um, I don't have any specializations in anything. I'll say you. Uh, I'll say that Florian is kind of taking on this. Yeah. Um, so how many uh, people can assist at one time? So long as you have a specialization or a general talent that can assist, I would say as many of you as you want. Because okay, I also uh, have a D6 in influence, so. Oh, so do I. Shit. What? <laughs> okay. It's a real team effort. I'm a war hero. Yeah. I mean, but that does require Amari to say at least one conversation. No. <laughs> I mean, you no, could say it right now. He just... He just... <laughs> his 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 uh, contribution to our influence is just thoroughly looking unimpressed. <laughs> Could it be a a single solemn nod at just the right moment? Just at one of one of those like chin down, but the eyes are still up. Just like drop the sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got aviators out of nowhere. Where did those come from? I didn't it's put so those right on. Outside. Well, those yeah. are the aviators you get when you join the Axel Amandito fan club. Yeah, oh, I, right. I loaned you, you mine. I, Stop. Okay, uh, cut to the scene of uh, fucking Amari being like, I wore aviators first. He copied my thing. Yes, but he looks so good in them. Uh. Oh, as well. Hmm? Not now. Not okay. now. Sure. Um, I mean, yeah, we could all <laughs> throw in some shit on this. Yeah. I'm assuming this is going to be pretty... Pretty, pretty rough. Pretty rough going. He does seem very set in his ways. He does. Right. Any indicator of how, how tough this might be? He seems very set in his ways, so I would call this probably an incredible role if you were able to sway him. Making That's the 30, right? 25. Are we all rolling our individual d6s to help oh, here? You, oh, you can. That's dramatic. Okay. Is it? Oh yeah, we can do that. Uh, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw some aether in here, as well. Mm -hmm. It's just like the power of Florian's convictions. Friendship. Uh, I got a six to add to that. So oh fuck go. yeah! All right. Hell yeah. So, all right, nineteen left. See how close I can get us. Well, I just hit twenty-five. So oh. you got a three from me. 
Okay. And a, a two from Oswald. So five extra. So only so five more. I know. Throw a void, <laughs> void dice in there. Do yeah. it. Right. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Wait, what? Huzzah. Critical, critical success. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Roll an extra d12. All right. Listen, I'm mad about this. Mm -hmm. And as he said, everyone wants everything to just be a little bit easier. That's a six. So, boom. It's a critical success, then. You can either remove this guy from Take the him out. <laughs> you can recover a, an Aether die, or you can alley-oop this to somebody who uses the same tactic next time. I'm going to... I'm going to alley-oop, uh, so boldly, for whoever uses it next. Okay. So whoever mm -hmm. uses boldly next can alley-oop that. Great. Aster will stop at your words about kind of just damning the rest of the society down there. He'll stop for a long time, and in the silence there is a somewhat tedious slurping noise as the... Uh, <laughs> Other Taro who's standing there just like on some more noodles from his cup. And Aster will bang his walking stick on the ground and say, Damn it, Minos and all the other ah, dragons above and below, green hells and... Ah, he'll just start doing some prospector cursing. <laughs> I don't really care about any of those things, but it sounds like you know that we're right. Ah, what would you have me do? Well, I think I'm trying that, to keep my people safe up here. I think that uh, is not necessary. Since you are going to be involved, it's not simply our decision. I think it's a discussion. What do you people want? We want to get the Fey back on the proverbial. Tough to put that genie back in the box. Yes. Yes, exactly. I don't even know where to start. Well, it's a big, it's a, a big task, but not something out realm of the Cole Foundation. Well, I guess whatever it is you're doing, I help the best I can. I, I take it that means y'all be needing to get out of here. Yes, at some point. It'd, uh, it'd sure help. Yeah. Again, not right away. Of we, course not. We're more than happy to... Prove our intentions the best we can. Like taking care of some gremlins. Uh, look, if you want to take care of them gremlins, all power to you. Something's making them wriggle out of the system and make themselves physical out there. Uh, Non-power cables and couplings. Would we have to destroy those em emerald aethite crystals to stop them from spawning? Uh, you don't know. Uh, yeah, like I think I think the first I think the first question is, uh, yeah, sure, we can handle that. We can try our best to handle that problem. What the hell is a gremlin? And yeah, yeah I was yeah. gonna say like Oswald, if we this could get a, I mean, we'll have to get out of here again first. <laughs> but like, is there anything on the archive that you've heard of gremlins? Um, perhaps I could. Do you well, have I can't. Specializations in phase stuff. No. Then you no. don't know off the top of your head. I don't yes. know off the top of my head, and unfortunately I am unable to check it. I mean, But it I is mean, something worth looking into. Aster, it sounds like this is not a usual 
course of events, they aren't usually physical? They usually stick to the subsystems. Non here and there, making code all raggedy at the edge. But we always keep ahead of them, or we used to. Somehow they've been able to make themselves here, out of the excess runoff of energy. It's always a little hmm. bit of runoff, no help in that. Can't get it down to point zero 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 without a couple of remainders. That's true. Has there been an increase in runoff energy? No, I keep a tight ship around here. Hmm. But there's else we can do with the runoff energy. Well, there's an idea. Don't know what. Let's build a bomb. Reed <laughs> 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 said that. <laughs> I mean, I know you said you keep a tight ship, but is there is there anything else here that's lacking any energy that we could subvert the runoff to? Or there's always gonna be a remainder. Yeah, that's a tricky thing. Unless we started draining the power conduits back into the mountain, but then we'd be risking a devastating geothermal cascade, some kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. geostorm. It's just not worth, <laughs> he said it. It's not he said worth it. the possibility of the geostorm. He said the title of the movie. We all go, oh, he said the title now. Oh. Actually, the title of season two is Material geostorm. Component Season 2, Geostorm. geostorm. <laughs> and no one wants one of those. No. Have you seen? <laughs> so the amount of like prospector and like, oh yeah, no problem for There's... Florian and me playing a cowboy bandit, Catman in a different campaign. It's just like, oh hell yeah, man, let's do a, one of them Joe Geo storms. Get <laughs> I can't. Hell yeah. it's so hard. Hell yeah. Well, is there any way we can? Can they be destroyed? What are like? What are they? They're just like weird little energy beings, or I don't know anything about. And they're anything. physical forms. <laughs> they just non-power couplings. Every once in a while, we gotta send somebody through the access shafts to fix up the routing cables, or else we'd be well leaking a lot more energy. Tell you what, and inside. They get inside the cabling and they just gnaw. Don't know what they're after. Is, hmm. uh, is there any way to implement your security system to keep them out? Or lessen them? They're made of energy at that point. They ain't in a physical body. If we had natural living gremlins popping out of the system here, I'd be a lot more worried. Hmm. And you said right. uh, this facility is in full operation with there uh, aspects that are unattended, not as essential. There are not essential positions. So we don't have an extreme lack of gauge readers at the moment, but uh, yes, yes. Please come back to those gauge readers. He really, <laughs> he wants, really wants us to be gauge readers. Like he's been doing it. And he really hates that job. Yeah. So it'd be really great if someone here else would hear to do that. Because I really don't want to. I really don't want to drive out to Hood River, you know. But if we ain't been. Uh, if we ain't been doing everything, then the climate wouldn't be controlled. Turned off what? some of the secondary systems to conserve power and, like, terms of using excess bunk space that ain't being used. What, uh, what is the climate of this planet? I mean, not naturally anymore, because the, the just the sheer amount of terraforming, uh, would have disrupted that anyway, but... 
Couldn't tell you. It wasn't here at the beginning. Could look up the There's old no... reports. Tell you what Ooh. this planet was before Praxa got its hands on it. That could be something, maybe. Don't know how useful that'd be. Been nearly 200 cycles. Yeah. So you don't need that information. You'd be fine handing it over. If you want it, you can have it. Sure. I... Gotta go dig it out of the archives, I suppose. Well, um... So, we... They're not appearing in physical form. Therefore, they cannot be destroyed in the classic way. But... Can't bleed them. Can't mash them. Can shoot them. That's risky, because they're usually next to power conduits. Yeah. Shoot one of those, it's game over. And there, you have no connection to the metanet. Not if I can help it. (sighs) Mm. We got shortwave communication from station to station, point to point. Well, uh, in the meantime, we could communicate with the Cole Foundation. Uh, you could communicate with your shuttle out on the landing pad, which I'm assuming could communicate to your Cole Foundation. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Uh, hey, Oswald? Yes? Uh, yeah, maybe. We maybe don't want to uh, indicate that we're trapped inside a mountain to, I don't know, certain Cole Foundation parties... I am of the... uh, Who may or may not. I am of the mind that us being trapped in here might be semi-intentional. Some of us. I mean, that would... Yeah, but we're not in, like, any physical danger. No, but we can't leave. Same thing. Eventually. I like that. Don't worry, stranger, about what... This conversation is. About. I think we're we're, we're like uh, awkward slurping talk. of more noodles and the yeah. soft focus in the background. Yeah, Imbrex sees all. <laughs> he does. Uh, yeah, Serganus is just like. Or, yeah, I don't know what these folks are talking about, but yeah, seems interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, Serganus is the one. That's, yeah. Incredible show. Now, <laughs> as soon as we remove the Fae problem. I think you should check out posted on the archive. So let's just say it do uh, this planet. I'm good. I uh, oh, do you do you not know what the archive is? Great. So the archive is. Oh, a, I'm aware. A vast, oh. Seems like a bit of a trap, if you ask me. People ain't Ooh. learning things on their own these days. Well, Amen, they need brother. a. They need a. Wait, d- what does that mean? <laughs> Tell me, uh, how do you teach your daughter how to open a can of beans? Just out of oh, curiosity. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't bring that energy here. <laughs> I'm just saying, having a jump start in information is a great way to learn. Obviously, you want to do search, but just. I mean, that's what communication's all about. It's our, it's why language is our most important tool. I ain't gonna stand here and have a philosophical conversation about the importance of language. I know my language. My language speaks to the clouds. Well, I can't argue with you there. <laughs> if y'all need any help here, I'll provide it. And look, might might be that I'm a little too harsh about what's going on beyond my station. Perhaps. Maybe. And maybe, just maybe, you can leave here at some point. But, I'm locking the doors after you do. 
And ain't no one getting in here mm. after that. That's completely valid. Mm. Some new security protocols I've been meaning to test out anyway. Uh, all right. Could we ask for just a a, a bit of a uh, a tour, I suppose, in this trying to find somewhere to redirect the energy that we're... I mean, obviously, there's into the mountain, which is not necessarily a, a great idea, but perhaps uh, some other safe, either storage or uh, off point to, to put that energy into. Put it all into the mech and just have it just be hulked out. Just Do really you want to get a lot of extension cords and yeah. just hook it to the mech? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plug it yeah, in. Put a, throw a, a ju- router a on that mech thing. that yeah. has a connection cord. That doesn't. No, that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't have to. <laughs> we're we're playing a, a a a video, not even a video game, a mind palace uh, game over the internet. Where I'm a big cat man. We can hook up cords to a mech. <laughs> sounds to me like you're attempting to find a solution to a problem. Yes. Yeah. And you know, generally, how we do that here is via rolls. Yes. Let's like do some handing you information when you have to earn it via your talents and tactics. Mm. Oh, how do you go about that? Pastry. Is totally up to you. I also, uh, on the subject of a tour, I also um, wanted to kind of reach out with my wizardly powers uh in all the various places in this facility um feeling out for like kind of similar things that oswald is trying to find in different method using different methods Hmm. um and also trying to feel out if there is any presence of the meta net if i can do that yeah one of these 13 nerds around here couldn't quit cold turkey Mm. Yeah, had to have his cat videos. Yeah, bejeweled. Okay, so bejeweled, uh, it gets over. It sounds gets us to all. me like you're trying to do some manner of perception check, albeit an etheric one. Really? Unless you have some other way to adjudicate that. Well, you know that I love aether tech. <laughs> and if you had a piece of technology that lets you do this, I would absolutely encourage the use of that skill. Yeah, but mm. as my you cursed attempting... hands don't really do much other than walk around. <laughs> How many? Uh, you could probably use them as a points. stud finder. That's true. <laughs> How many uh, experience points you got there, Elliot? I got quite a few. Um, just saying. Although anything that would detect metanet, help me detect metanet stuff, would probably have been nullified when we came in. You don't oh, know. yeah, that's probably true. You, but you. But you can also use experience to like lower difficulties on rolls and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's true. As a brief reminder, during a mission, you can use XP to re-roll a single die roll. You can use it to retroactively possess a piece of equipment or information you could reasonably have acquired. Or you can mm. use it to lower the difficulty of a single roll. Great. Um, now, what are you rolling, Oswald? Well, my... My idea was to sort of engage in conversation with our uh, new Toro friend as we're getting a tour uh, to try and as we're as he's showing us things, try to get the the proper nuggets of information he has because clearly he knows more this than we do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so he will be the conduit of knowledge. So I'd like to use influence. Um, and then uh, I, I'm kind of trying to direct the conversation in a way that benefits. Could I make an clever influence? Sure. Yeah. Great. All sounds reasonable uh, to me. Great, great, great. Uh, okay. And then I am going to brain blast and uh, use the mastermind trait. All right, trait. Neutron, settle down. Yeah. <laughs> brain blast. Brain blast. Um, and Elliot, are you putting together a role at the moment? I am. Um, I don't have anything in perception, so it's just going to be mm. a tactic, and I'm going to throw an eighth your dice in there. So okay. what are we looking at? In terms of difficulty? Yes. I would say the higher you roll, the more you may detect with a baseline <laughs> success of 10. So if I were to use XP to lower the difficulty, would I do that after the fact? No, you'd do it beforehand, but it is already the easiest it could possibly be. Okay. 10 is the... That is how you succeed is 10. Right. And after that, you may detect more. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to use my... My one thing in my battery. Okay. Do those still work? Do they still have... Oh, that's a good question. They didn't get drained of energy. Okay. I guess I'll do that, too. thought you used yours earlier. What did, I thought we didn't end up... What did I... I don't remember used it for or didn't... Doesn't matter. Planetology um, roll? Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Okay, good. Then I will not. What you got for me? I got a 17. Oh, God. Not great. That would be uh, 20. Reaching out with your wizard senses, Shay, you are capable of feeling the aether around you to a limited range. Not nearly as far as the capabilities that Mr. Zinn showed you might be in your future, but for now at least, anything within your line of sight can pretty reliably be reached out and sensed. Yeah. So a tour is helpful. A tour is very helpful. The amount of energy that's inside the mountain is ridiculous. You feel like you could reliably pull Aether out of that system and never even make a dent in the amount of energy output. Oh, shit. There is a a wellspring of energy that any wizard would be giddy to be within close proximity of because, yeah, literally, effectively unlimited. Uh, So can I refill my Aether pool real quick? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you have the Aether Leech ability? I do. You absolutely can. It is a fairly obvious thing that's happening as you're pulling magic out <laughs> of the air into your body. And I'm, well, maybe I'll do it later and I'll try to make it less obvious. Okay. The amount of control you personally have over your Aether is limited at the moment in terms of m- being subtle about it. You lack talents and spellcraft or things of that nature to manipulate a- the things you're sensing beyond that are maybe they're normal you don't know but there is sensation of the sensation is akin to that feeling of when there's a cat on a blanket above you but it's also buried beneath another blanket So something is moving and squirming, and it's up against you, 
but you can't see it necessarily. You can just kind of make out the outline of where it is, but it is manipulating and its paws are moving just beneath the surface of that blanket and touching you in places, and you can feel those moments of contact, but you can't necessarily... You're not necessarily aware of its precise motions. If that metaphor makes any sense. It, no, it does. It does, 100%. Great imagery, because... But, it's yeah. been a minute since I've had a cat, but I remember. But it's, it, it is the feeling of something rubbing up against you without you being totally aware of where it is or how it's doing it, which is both unsettling, but also kind of novel in the experience. And that sensation is coming from the walls. They're already in. Yeah. You also get a sense that there is a ton of power thrumming through the walls of this place, and that weird sensory feeling is moving through the that power. Oswald, you're guiding the conversation as Aster gives you a tour of this place, and this place is a technological marvel. Hmm. Weather control, and climate control for that matter, is common-ish throughout the galaxy, but it requires an excessively wealthy planet to pull it off. Yeah. And most places usually do it in a very limited scope. Mm-hmm. Doing it for an entire world is ridiculous. But as he explains that this place is all about pulling energy that has been built up from the mountains, that apparently that's where the moon to this planet used to, like, went to, was to create these mountains. Because Aethon oh. isn't naturally occurring on most planets. Right. It happens out in space, on asteroids and on... So... This is only one of several, like, weather control stations, right? Yes. So, theoretically, the other weather control stations are also potentially mountainous? They all are. Are they all mountainous? And that's something you would figure out during this tour. Okay. Is that there are three other continents on this planet. Each of them have a mountain range, and each of of those mountain ranges contain weather control stations. They're Mm -hmm. kind of geometrically placed to be... On opposite ends of the planet. The other thing I'm curious about is if he doesn't want the uh, the Fey in getting access to this place uh, for some reason, they probably want it for some reason. Do they have any con- like contact with the other weather control stations? They do. Like you said, there's kind of tight beam communication between the other weather. Are they all of the same mind of like no Fey in the weather control stations? He's less, he's a little bit more opaque on that subject. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. I mean, this is the central location, obviously. Mm. Right. It's still bad if the Fae get into, this is certainly the most important. You begin figuring out over the course of that there's not a lot of other places the energy output of the station could go except for the climate. If you found a way to push the climate in a particular direction or affect granular changes to the climate over the entire system, you basically would be trying to do something and failing on purpose just to use the entire output of the station. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out, and this is ridiculous. This Mm. is absolutely ridiculous. Continent-wide lightning storm take out all... All of the electronics and metanet on the entire continent. Everybody's free. Boom. We saved the planet. Would we be able to control where the lightning? 
No. That's just, not how climate yeah. works. Yeah, exactly. What if we just create a works. big enough storm to engulf the planet and just hope that it works at that point? Why? You know? Definitely yeah, a possibility, the but ethically <laughs> We already Still dealt with the a giant like, planet like. But this one, we get to we get to make this one. We get to inflict on people. Yeah. Time. Yeah. We have the power. We're the old like age it. now. I don't like it. <laughs> I was I was gonna say, God, hey, is there a oath of the tempest paladin maybe somewhere who could help with that? About twenty minutes into this tour, you're beginning to put this thought process together of just like, wow, there's really not a lot of gaps in the system. The only way you can think about it is just pushing this whole system to its extreme to cause some kind of Geostorm. Geostorm. <laughs> you would I have to hear some kind of granular change that affected the entire planet in order to effectively output at 100%. So, like, have any would that be idea? like raising. Oh, would that be like raising or as easy as raising or lowering the temperature by like a degree or two? I mean, maybe just one. As I, we've seen, two, that has drastic effects on yes. the planet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fucking melt some ice caps. But yeah, go. a degree in either direction could have catastrophic effects across yeah. the entire planet. If it was well, something as excessive as temperature control. <laughs> sure. Well, uh, seeing as we are talking to a climatologist, uh, could I inquire about avenues of uh, climate control that we could adjust? Uh, energy into that would not be catastrophic. When you start asking after this, that actually gets Aster's attention when he's like, okay, what if you push the system to its limit to affect some kind of broad change that wouldn't destroy the planet's ecosystem? Yes. And he starts, like, rambling off notations and thought processes that you can't really follow because you're not a meteorologist, you're not a climate control specialist, you're not really following much of this outside of just broad stroke stuff. Yeah. Which is exactly when Shay picks up on a ping of a sensation, a familiar sense of a device connected, as all wizards are as well, to a vaster, deepening sea. It's just that little teen Ambrax motherfucker. No, that's Serganus. You feel something no. connected to a larger font of Aether. Perhaps the Metanet. Who's to say? And I think figuring out exactly where that is, we'll have to wait till next time. <laughs> but of course, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MattComRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis, where I post art and post about MatCom. You can also find links to my Patreon and Society6 stores there, so you can help support me. You can find me on Twitter at CryOutOlivia, um, where I talk about all sorts of stuff, including mostly tabletop RPGs. Uh, come hang out. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at The Readamus, where I post lots of pictures of my adventures and tweets about my 
shenanigans. I also run the Matcom RPG Instagram account, so you can also find us there at Matcom RPG. And you can support us by rating and reviewing our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. And when you do, include the name of an NPC in the subject line of the of the review, and we will put that NPC into this campaign. That is absolutely true. And when you do, you can also find me on Twitter at MKGurgoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things Matcom and tabletop RPGs, such as our good, good friend Omatep, who you can also find on Twitter at NPC underscore AN, because even though he is not in this campaign yet, he is, of course, an important NPC. Thank you all so much for listening, and as always, the world is... The galaxy is chaos, so please be kind to one another. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.